Controversy, a show that uncovers the weird and wild stories behind the fonts that just aren't quite our type. I'm Lena Hall, and I'm here with our producer, Sean. I'm Sean. Hi. You're Sean. <laughs> that was very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good at doing that on command. This is something that has been mapped into my brain now. Yeah. Um, Lena, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm enjoying the weather currently. It's been so hot. Yes. And I don't enjoy that. We're back to winter. We're back to winter, and I'm honestly okay with it. <laughs> you've, wanted, you've wanted a return to the, the chilly I've times. I wanted a return to the winter before I, I head back to the land of endless sun for the summer. Oh, Cause yes, because you are from California. I'm from California. I am from the hot part of California, too, because oh. I'm from the valley. And oh, it's yeah. it's always hot. Yeah, yeah, Always yeah. hot all the time. Very dry, very hot. Very dry, very hot. A little desolate, it's, if I'm being It's honest. just sad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. When you, when you see those, like, beautiful California photos, that is, <laughs> uh-uh. That is not where I'm yeah, from. Yeah, there's, there's about 100 miles on the coast oh, that, that, yeah. is, that is taken from. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Las Vegas originally. So you get desolate. I get desolate and... Feeling like you're a million miles away from anything that looks like stuff like yeah. that. But yet people love to pretend in those regions that they are. So they'll plant like palm trees and stuff and not really recognize that like palm trees can't freeze, but the yeah. desert does freeze. The desert does freeze. So I think people underestimate the power of the desert. The The desert is quite powerful and it will, it will just kill you from being in it. Yeah. Is sort yeah. of the thing. It's like... Kind of constantly trying to tell you that you're not meant to live there, yeah. that it's a bad place to be. What a what a wild thing that exists. <laughs> I mean, in in a way, in a way, what it reminds me of, you know, this this place that, you know, people are not really meant to understand that people are not meant to be in. It reminds me of this typeface that's really been getting <gasps> my goat lately. Tell me. Tell me all about it. I've been thinking a lot about wingdings. Oh, I love wingdings. You I'm love not, wingdings? I'm not going to lie. I love wingdings. This is this is heartbreaking. We already so have sorry. a schism on my Schism microphone. on Fontroversy. <laughs> you wouldn't we're believe living, it. We're, how te- do you, we're how, teaching the Fontroversy. What icons do you think schism would be in oh, wingdings? Uh, I think maybe you'd have like a diamond. Yeah, it would probably be a diamond. Maybe one of the fingers. One of the fingers. I feel like there's a bunch of the yeah. fingers. Yeah. Uh, the bomb icon. The bomb icon. Yeah. yeah. Is there, there's a creepy eye, I believe, also. There probably is. There's almost certainly a creepy eye. So um, you don't like wingdings. Well, I'm very frustrated with wingdings because I was, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, anytime you see wingdings, as I've been seeing a lot, you get the problem of, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so <laughs> fair. To, I, I was thinking about it in relation to a poster that was hanging around the art building I think it was last term where someone had yeah. set the entire poster in Wingdings <laughs> yeah. and it was a long block of text. And I, I was like, what does this say? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is the message that? Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, uh, but yeah, like I and it took me a long time to to open up Wingdings and and actually you parse, actually I did. Well, oh, I parsed out enough to get the message. Do that, you know like, what it was like saying? I don't remember, but oh, well, <laughs> if only there was someone who did, who, if only, who maybe was a Wingdings expert and could I could wish. tell us about I would about that a, poster. I would love a Wingdings um, expert. Oh, wait, there's someone oh at my our God. door. What? Whoa. They, wow, they very aggressively come inside this room. Who could that be that aggressively has stomped into the, our room? Our, 
our open door policy room. It's funny that you should mention windings. <laughs> oh my god! Because I happen to be the official windings expert. You were just you were just walking by, and you happened to hear us talking about windings. I in just. This- dead end hallway (laughs) happened to walk by and heard you talking about wingdings and also complaining about living in california and las vegas and i just want you to know that i grew up in the middle of a cornfield in illinois so it could be worse (laughs) Um, were you were you directly in the middle of the cornfield like corn on all sides might as well have been because like you drive 10 minutes out from any corner and it's literally just corn and soy and you were you were a child at this time yes like i'm i'm like a corn-fed prairie girl at heart wow you you were you were a child of the corn (laughs) you might say i was a child of the corn now did that affect your your desire to listen to the band corn with a k aren't they from the midwest i believe they are i think they are i think they are actually like iowa folks yeah there's a lot of angry bands from the Midwest, because you know, yeah, so I, I still live there. I can think of some Midwest why. metal. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you're also, here. I also heard you talk about a flyer you said you saw with Wingdings yeah, on it. Yeah, you, you, uh, you maybe have some intel on this flyer. I understand. Yes. So, if it was the flyer that said "Solve the Wingdings Cipher," I on believe it, that yes, is exactly yes, the one. That was me. <laughs> Um, oh, I was, hey, wait, it was. Yes, that I was did not me. know that. I think this is this is the first time that because you've you've been in our classes for for many many years now, and this is the first time that I've known this that yes. you made the Wingding cipher. I made the Wingding you cipher. You heard it here. The first, secret folks. is out. Okay, so the reason I made that was I was thinking about it, and I was like, I think it might have been like a few weeks before I made it. They had like those like mathematicians had finally cracked like the zodiac killers oh, cipher yeah. yes yes i heard and about i that. was like oh my god he was born in the wrong era he could have <laughs> done his <laughs> cipher and wingdings oh but my then god. i guess they would have figured it out faster but like he could have created wingdings like i don't know like are those glyphs that he used i don't know there's a lot to think about there a lot to unpack but that would be we, like a horrifying event in history to be like somebody was brutally killed and the killer left a note in Wingdings. Yeah, well, I think we were when they announced in that new Batman movie that the Riddler was going to be a, a serial killer, and like that was what my worry was that that movie was going to be because the Riddler is sort of famous for bad jokes, yeah. <laughs> jokes that don't quite work. Um, That's wild. Yeah, I feel like the one thing that like bridges us all together on Wingdings is that like we all get to revisit that period of our time when we were like illiterate. <laughs> Yeah. Like, we can look at a block of wingdings and be like, yeah, I don't know what that says. And that takes me back to being, like, four years old and, like, being in the car and seeing billboards and being like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, That takes me back to about a year ago when I learned to read. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You've come so far. I've come so far. But, like, also, like, think about a world where there's only wingdings. Like, imagine, like, there's a police and they're chasing you in the car and your license plate is in wingdings and yeah. they're like officer we have someone going 70 miles per hour their license plate is bomb fax machine <laughs> finger pointing up finger pointing side venus sign and um virgo sign like i was just i i, I couldn't stop like when i was like kind of thinking about wingdings in preparation for like our chat today i was like 
thinking about what the world would look like if all we had were wingdings. Yeah. And like, would we refer to each of those letters as like the thing it is like, okay, my name is like fax machine bomb um, and crossbones. <laughs> or yeah. would there would there be certain symbols that represent like a whole word? Yes. Because I know that that is a thing in both Braille and in ASL. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of uh, ideographic languages. Yeah. I mean, you know. So uh, you, you can have signs that spell individual letters, but you also have signs that spell entire like thoughts. Yeah. And everything. Imagine getting your social security card and it's all wingdings. <sighs> oh well, it would be so secure, except for... If everyone, if, everyone if it's only wingdings, wingdings, that's an issue. Yes. It's wild true. that we get this special little card that's on the cheapest card stock imaginable oh, yeah. when we're born. And then we have to never lose it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I should laminate bad, mine. Yeah. I, it's also one of those where it's like, I don't know if. I, are you supposed to? Like, are you allowed you can to? Always, you can get the lamination sheets that have, like, the smooth inside. Oh, so, so you, can if you can you can take it out and it won't be, like, sticky. See, that's smart. Oh, my this God. Is... We should compare social security numbers. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me, that's a great idea. Show me your credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, like, as a joke. Like, let's just see. Yeah. Identity besties, thieves, you're not allowed to listen to yes, this show. Yes. No. Besties compare we'll social. Be kicked off. <laughs> yeah. But Leia, do you do you kind of know? It seems like you are a wingdings expert. Do you kind of know like a, a little bit about where wingdings came from, where it where it's from? Like maybe that will inspire me to change my mind a little. Yeah, bit. Sean. Yeah, yeah. So, um, actually, like wingdings was based off of dingbats from like the early printing days, which were just like little symbols that they would add to like newspapers and that kind of thing oh sure i i know some of those like the one that i always love is the the index the pointing finger yes. yeah. where it's like start here yeah yes i need that um very but, useful yeah so they were kind of based off of that so they've been around for like the like glyphs in general have been around for a while um but i from what I know, they like a lot of the glyphs that they use within dingbacks and wingdings date back much further. Yeah. Yeah. It dates back to the medieval times with like illuminated transcripts. Wow. So um, these books would include symbols and like pointing fingers, like we said. And that's just called manicules. Manicules. Yes. I, that's a very good word. I yes. need to get a manicule. Well, I was about My to say you can remember shape. because of manicure. Mani- yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Man- man- mani, I think, is the Latin root for hands. Interesting. Or or fingers. I could be wrong. One of those. But I believe, because I also think like in Spanish, hands is manos. Like the hands of fate. That's exactly what I was thinking of. And I just didn't I didn't want to say it. I don't want people to know I know that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that hit for sure. <laughs> um, basically, uh, when I was thinking about wingdings, too, and I was kind of like thinking about, you know, bridging of languages and pictorial alphabets, I guess. Um, I was thinking about like cave paintings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so researchers like have found that cave paintings date back to as far as 20,000 BC. Wow. But like written communication, like the true written communication happened many years later. So that was kind of around 3,500 BC. 
3500 BC? Yeah. I don't know. What would they have said? Um, <laughs> they, they probably wouldn't have. You're right. It would be weird if they were counting up towards something. Well, You're like, num- we don't, I don't something's going to happen. I don't know if like our standard numbering system would have existed yet. I Well, like one of the earliest things that we developed writing-wise was numbers. Like oh. writing as we know it in like the cuneiform system, like the the sort of proto early writing was all about accounting. <laughs> that's is that sad? I was about to yeah. say that sounds kind of boring. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. we have capitalism to blame for a lot of our writing system, but probably math too. Yeah, math too, for <laughs> yeah. sure. But you were talking about cuneiform, the the Sumerians, so now the people of southern Mesopotamia, or Iraq now, yeah, they created drawings of everyday objects, and these were called pictograms. So this is kind of like proto-wingdings, like the first ancestor of wingdings, were yeah. these like pictograms. And these were fairly representational things. Yeah. If these were like the, the very beginning of wingdings, like, First inspo, first ancestor of wingdings. <laughs> the mood board of wingdings. Yes. The mood board. Um, basically, the next part of the trajectory here to wingdings was um, hieroglyphics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, like, Lena, you mentioned a little bit, like, the, the eye and stuff. Mm-hmm. So in, like, 3100 BC, I'm like, should I say? I, I can't decide now because I'm not from that time period. If I should say... <laughs> 3,100 okay, well, or 3,100? I am because I'm, okay, I'm an eternal being. You said um, I'm actually mummified right now. Yeah. Hieroglyphics. Yeah. So, um, you know, these hieroglyphics, they showed symbols representing thoughts and ideas. Um, these drawings were a little bit more complex than um, the pictograms. So they're called ideograms. Yeah. Um, and this was when it kind of started to look more like an alphabet. Yeah, and, m- more and what complex. We're, what we're familiar with as an alphabet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like these, so kind of during the medieval times, the big thing was uh, religion. And so like a lot of, <laughs> yeah. You know about religion? Uh, I actually don't. I'm like the worst person to ask about religion. Um. Yeah, but my parents were just like, "Yeah, we're we're not taking you to church. Sorry, we just don't care enough." Um. <laughs> so I'm not the right person to ask about that. But I mean, what I am the right person to ask about is the design that was going on within these religious yeah. texts. Yeah. Because um, illuminated manuscripts. There's illuminated manuscripts, so we've got a lot of type coming out of this. Um. You know, like. If you've ever heard of like old English or like black letter, that um, is from those times. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a lot of those choices are kind of like I always like to point to students as like that's the the inspiration for, you know, those letters that are are combined because mm-hmm. um, they would have those long serifs that kind of connect. Yes. Yeah. Like the ampersand, but also all the other ligatures that we we see every day. That's them trying to streamline their process. So like black letter is them like realizing like, oh, if I if I twist the pen this way and then this way, you know, and, then I you can know, they were doing form. all of this completely by hand. Yeah. My teacher for my medieval art history class would be so happy right now that I remember this stuff. <laughs> um, I don't remember her name, but shout You're out. synthesizing knowledge. Yeah. There but, was. Yeah. This is kind of like a debate topic, but like uh, a lot of people think that kind of the first zines were like religious pamphlets 
That okay, that that's makes sense. that's very. I could see, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I get that. Small publications, self-made. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they were like little prayer pamphlets, and people would just like make them as passion projects and pass them out. And people were like, "Heck yeah," because that was very on brand for the time. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then you know we went from religion to like the punk zine sniffing glue. <laughs> It was just directly one after the other consecutive there. Well, in a lot of ways, that's the same track that the Rizograph takes. Yeah. Like yeah, they started absolutely. off in church basements making newsletters and now now they're making zines for all of us. And yes. Yeah. The next big thing was like um, the dingbats that I talked about. That was earlier. Her- yeah. Herman Zapp. Yes. Yes. Was he? But he he's done some other fonts as well. Like he's a he's a no name around these parts. Yes. Is Zapp Fino? Yes, yes. It is. Yes. He also did like Palantino. Yeah. Yeah. Some some well known ones. Palantino sounds like a crime family last name. <laughs> it like, absolutely <laughs> does. Like they were like we got the Rico charges on the Palatino family. Palantino. Yeah. Ooga with the fishes. Maybe just because it, I guess it sounds similar to. Your daily Godfather reference. Maybe just because it sounds similar to like the Gambino crime family. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, My my brain can't (laughs) distinguish the two. (laughs) So moving past dingbats, that's kind of like the catalyst for wingding. Yeah. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, do you know who were the makers of Wingdings? Yeah. Yes. So it was actually a couple. Um, so Charles Bigelow and Chris Holmes, not related to the Bigelow T or to <laughs> Katie Holmes, if anyone's wondering. I was wondering. I was thinking Elizabeth Holmes. Oh. Oh, I hope they're not related to no, Elizabeth. No, she's oh. the, what's the really terrible, like, biomedical oh, company? The, the, the fraud. The blood fraud lady. The blood fraud lady. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, like, the only way. Like, Elizabeth Holmes. Wow. Like, my brain has to have, like, tags. It's, like, hashtag blood, hashtag fraud. That's how I can remember her or something. The blood fl- fraud lady does sound like a documentary that'll be on yeah. Hulu in two months about Yes. Her. Well, I think she's about to go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the devil works hard, but like Hulu true crime documentary makers work harder. I did. I did watch the Hulu Dropout series, and that is about her. And oh, it's very yeah. good. Oh. Kate said that was good. I yeah, know. it has um, Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. 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 You know, that's one. That's one of those like debate topics too. Is how to say that last chick's name. last name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Karen from Mean Girls. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris Holmes and Charles Bigelow. Yes. So they were a husband and wife. Um, Not sure if they still are. Hope they are. I think they Um, might be. (laughs) But yeah. And so they were working for Microsoft and um, Microsoft just kind of wanted um, some types of like symbols that people could use in like Microsoft Word and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably an an economical choice for them, too, because, like, you know, in early computer systems, like, memory is so precious. Yeah, and images could take up a whole lot of room. Yeah. So if you have things that are already programmed into the system that can just work as if they're fonts. Yeah. Fonts take up hardly any space at all. Yeah. So, we know that. 
because we have a billion fonts on our computers. Yeah, when you have a billion, then they take up a lot of space. But yeah. <laughs> just one I'm is pretty very sure small. I have like 1,700 fonts on my computer. That's not a billion. All of our yeah. computers are doing quite poorly <laughs> due to the number like, of fonts we have. I was like, oh my God, that's so many. That's like a town of fonts. <laughs> Font town. <laughs> did, did Fontville. Did the couple that made Wingdings, were they known for like any other fonts? So um, it, so this was, Wingdings was initially developed in 1990 um, and it was combining glyphs from the Lucinda icons, which oh, Lucinda, yeah. I always want to say Lucinda because that's like the name yeah. of the, the like fairy godmother from Ella Enchanted. It <laughs> is. Anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> Um. Yeah, my, I forgot my about that movie. I have the mind of a ten-year-old from two thousand eight. Um, <laughs> Some good Anne Hathaway. It is a great movie, honestly. Um, Anne Hathaway's and it has, best. It has that really good ending when they sing the Elton John "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Oh, and that's wonderful. Aww. My dad pirated that movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like loved it so much. I was like, "Dad, I need this." So many hours on Kazaa. Yes. So, so this was kind of based off of their existing yes. typeface they so already made. Based off of Lucida would be cuter if it was Lucinda, but it's fine. Um, and you know, these like Lucida had recognizable shapes like arrows and stars, symbols of the zodiac, um, index or manicule signs. And gestures and ampersands. Kind of just a medley of these old printer's glyphs and symbols that they thought they might be able to use for other things. Yeah. Um, But basically, like, Wingdings was made because Microsoft wanted people with personal computers um, to have an easy way to communicate with symbols um, just represented through letters on the computer keyboard. So not needing, like, a whole other keyboard or anything. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, another thing about this time was, like, people also just started getting, like, printers, fax machines, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there was, like, we we might all know, like, the little, like, printer and fax icons and, yeah. like, the email icons. Yeah, it's really interesting because those are very reflective of the times, like, that, like, we didn't have social media. We were all, like, still high on email, at that time yeah so, you've got mail yeah with tom hanks and then after that we got aim and that was like life-changing that altered <laughs> my that altered my brain chemistry personally but um yeah i loved aim but yeah no so it, it was it's really reflective of the time but you know there are other things in wingdings that are reflective of the creators themselves so besides um, you know, the icons that we got from the Lucida font. There were also things like Bigelow and Holmes had a garden. If you've ever looked at the Wingdings flowers, first of all, they're really cute. But second of all, they're based off of some of the flowers from their garden, which wow. I thought was so really cute. cute. I love that. Yeah. This this thing that is on all of our computers has this lovely little representation of their personal lives right there embedded in well, it. I also wanted to do a little shout out because I recently learned that uh, Chris Holmes, one of the creators, taught at PSU. What? Really? Wow. Yeah, she did. I don't. I think she might have done graphic design. She taught at a lot of different places as a graphic design professor, but one of those places was PSU. Wow, wow. This, this is news and to I, me. I saw that and I was like, there's no way we can't bring this up. Yeah. Because yeah. that's so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> PSU has had like a lot of- In these hallowed really, halls. Like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have hallowed halls. We have moldy halls. We have moldy halls. 
and that rat is a kind of Halloween. That is my rat my infested. older brother's name, Moldy Hall. <laughs> but wow, we've yeah, yeah we have a, a lot of a good um, joke. cool people who have taught here and who continue to teach here, like. The Nike logo was drawn by a PSU student. Sure yes, Carolyn yeah. Davidson. Oh, yeah. um, in the current Faribourg's Massé Hall, then Newburger Hall. Yeah. Um, it's just, now an old burger. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that burger's too that was, stale. That's good. That's Thank one you. of those McDonald's hamburgers that's like embedded in plexiglass. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've so seen that YouTube video too, Sean. Oh, yeah. pretty gruesome. <laughs> they have the Twinkie one too. <laughs> so Wingdings has a family, much like the Duggars. Um, <laughs> much like the Duggars. <laughs> there's a big Wingdings family. So there's Wingdings, and Wingdings is actually like named because they combined ding bats, which is what we were talking mm-hmm. about with the like manicules, the uh, new early newspapers, and a combination of windows. So wing dings. It has oh. a good ring to it. Yeah, I like. I never made like, that connection. Wing dings is a fun, fun name. It is very fun to say, and it's it's memorable. It's it's unusually fun too for Microsoft, a company that is right? allergic to fun, well, especially in that era. Also, because at the time when they were releasing a lot of those typefaces, it was like a lot of boring type. What so what some... could be boring about Tahoma? Mm. The most exciting typeface <laughs> there is. And definitely and different have... than Verdana. Yeah, and then you have Wingdings, <laughs> which yeah. is just like so fun. Um, so Wingdings was created in 1990, and then there was, in 1997, um, I was created, but also so was Webdings. <laughs> <laughs> A um, banner year. Yes. Um, yeah. So Webdings was basically like, so we heard you guys liked Wingdings. So we came out with Webdings, it, which is this Wingdings for the Internet? Yes. So, so wow. this was <laughs> so the Webdings was also integrated into the Windows systems um, at this point, too. But um, Webdings had more to do with the Internet because, you know, in 1990, the Internet wasn't quite as fleshed out yet. But in 1997, people were like, have you seen this thing called the Internet? I'm on this all the time. Yeah. So that was probably about the time that I got on. Yeah. Off of, off of AOL and discovered like, oh, there's this whole other thing. Wow. Yeah. I can't relate to this notion. <laughs> <laughs> Lena wasn't born yet. I wasn't born yet. Oh Lena my gosh, was just really? dating. I, I am a 2001 baby. Yeah. You didn't know the 90s at all. I didn't know the 90s at all. Were you, you have such I mean, a 90s I, vibe Oh, no. To you. What are we talking about? I am an eternal being. Yeah. No, I was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was... Well, it's, I was there. You you went around the long cycling. way. You yeah. were cryogenically frozen I was cryogenically at this, frozen. At this point. Disney. Yes, yeah, with, with Walt, Walt Disney. Disney. How's Walt doing, by the way? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of Sean for that one. <laughs> Let's talk about who uses Wingdings. Yeah, where like, where is Wingdings actually where been is Wingdings? used that's useful? David Carson was mm. hired oh. to design Raygun, which is an American alternative music and lifestyle magazine. Very, very um, big in the 90s, the era in which we both lived. Yes, we were living. <laughs> I I don't know why this has become <laughs> the topic of continue. <laughs> but anyway, so that magazine debuted in um, 1992 in California. But in one issue... He notoriously used dingbats as the font because the interview he thought was kind of like 
boring. <sighs> um, and then it was that's an interview with, with that's Brian so Ferry. That's like such intense shade. It's it true. is. I, I that feels like dirty pool to me in that's design. Like, yeah, like, I don't. I don't. I is don't that like unethical it. design? I think it might. Like be. you were so boring to talk to. I'm not even going to put this in like an understandable. Maybe font. I'm yeah. an unethical person because I thought it was kind of genius. <laughs> <laughs> like I get it. I get it. Yeah. Would I do it myself? I don't know. Yeah. We'll just yeah. have to find I, out. We've all been there. We're I don't know. All, we've all considered. I don't know it. if I'd be offended. Oh, yeah. I don't even think I'd be offended if, well, if I was the interviewee. I'd be like, honestly, you work. Like, well, yeah, yeah, I will decode that. I mean, that is the thing is that's probably the part of Reagan magazine besides like just the overall design that gets talked about the most. That yeah. one article. Yeah. He kind of Streisand affected it. Yeah, exactly. No, he, he really did make an impact because I mean, like. Not like the font. I think like no. something that's important <laughs> about design is that like. There's design that's meant to be looked at and there's design that's supposed to just kind of blend into the background and Mm -hmm. have a functional purpose. And I think, you know, when we're looking at text all the time, most body copy tends to look about the same. You know, you either have a serif or a sans serif and it's like pretty easy to read. So like our, our eyes don't really... I mean, as designers and people who are interested in type, we might pay more attention to it. But most people just kind of like look at that stuff. So to completely change that is definitely disrupted the entire issue of the magazine and really the whole culture of the magazine itself. Because like you said, that's one of the most like infamous or famous, however you view it, uh, like articles that they ever wrote. I mean, this is also the era in which you know, our field graphic design is is known primarily as communication design. Like we are conduits for communicating other people's ideas through what we do. So to to really go against that and think of this article more graphically kind of feels like stepping into this other era. Yeah. I wanted to bring something up. Okay, bring Please. that up. Would would you say that Wingdings was almost like a catalyst for emojis? <gasps> So I personally think that it was. And that is something where it's like people kind of debate whether they think wingdings and emojis are kind of like in the same Duggar family. Um, (laughs) Referring to um, before we we started recording, I was saying that fonts with big font families are kind of like the the Duggars, but like of fonts. Um, So that's why I keep bringing that up. But basically, like for me personally, I do think of wingdings and emojis in the same sphere because like you're using symbolism to represent something. And what's also interesting is that a lot of emojis are made for a specific purpose, but they end up being used for other purposes. So, for example, like the crying emoji where it's like tears streaming down the face, like that was meant for people to be like, I'm crying. But people use it to be like, this is so funny. I'm crying. Yeah. Yeah. I know there was a big... A series of news articles last year in the vein of people my age realizing that people your age communicate differently than them. A longstanding journalistic practice that we all love. We all love reading <laughs> those articles. But like the it, they were about like how, you know, the the laughing emojis weren't being used by your generation. Yeah. No. It's now like, it's the skeleton. My 19 year old sister told me I was chuggy for using that. <laughs> and yeah. also I also use the like tilted laughing emoji, which apparently also it's like considered mm, very cringy. Yeah. That wow. I guess as, also as has been like born in the 2000s. Yeah. yeah. As the cool um, person in as the a, room. As the cool person. As the cool young person in the room. <laughs> 
yeah like you instead of using the laughing emojis you use the skull emoji to say like oh i'm dead like yeah. that was so funny yeah i my, my sister told me that when i use the like 45 degree angle tilted laughing emoji that it ages me and I, I actually wild. unironically do like the um instead of emojis i'll actually like type out the little you know the little face you would do oh, like, it's like, the co- the co- like the emoticons yeah. oh yeah i i do that unironically emoticons were also like yeah i was we were into emoticons too like that was the uh, i remember remember the xd days oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well that kind of reminds me moving more into like the 2000s of like copy pasta mm-hmm. which was a really big thing i think on youtube and that's yeah. kind of when i started delving into the internet but there would there would be i i know a really really infamous one and i i showed this to some of my friends and they didn't know it so i don't know how well known it is for people my age but uh the the this is bob army oh my god i don't know yes. so it was a really big thing on youtube in the early days of youtube but it was like a a, a copy pasta by the way for those who don't know is like something people would copy and paste all over the internet and it would just kind of like overload all comment sections and everything. Just it would be a little. It was always violently. pretty obnoxious. Yeah. Um. But there was a. It was like a little guy, and he just had his hand up, and it was in like Unicode. Um. And just it would say like guy? it was just a little guy. Aww. Um. And it's it would say like this is Bob. Copy and paste me. So he can take over YouTube. I rem- wait. Okay, no, I totally remember this. But then it evolved. So he would be in like a helicopter. Oh my god! Or like okay. a tank. Wow. And pe- this was like very intricately done, and it was just like so wild to me. And it would be all over YouTube. Wow. Yeah, I think I do. I I actually do remember that. I re- I feel like if you go back to like one of those two thousand nine YouTube videos and. If you can even do this, go back to like the earliest comments. I'm sure you could find those still. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I remember they were like everywhere. Um, wow. I I also remember like um around this time, chain emails were also yes. really yes. popular. Absolutely. Um, I made one before and like <gasps> nobody like sent it around. So send this to ten people. Or yeah. You'll be what, yeah. What was the consequence of your chain email? It was no. There was no consequence. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe, then, well, that might be. That's part why of the nobody issue. sent yeah, it. I yeah. guess so. I should have had like a threat in there, but um, <laughs> that's what they were for. It was like a quiz. It was like, oh my god, are you a nerd? Are you a goth? Are you? <laughs> um, you like could have preppy been a, or um, you could have made twenty dollars on BuzzFeed. I was right? going to say. I know. <laughs> oh my god. My and now you're replaced by ai my my grandpa used to send me chain email i he would send me like you're gonna you're gonna be cursed oh my god i was like why would you send this to me i'm 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 like eight yeah i remember there was one where it was like like add this up and you'll get like your soul age and like yeah your true there's your true age and then there's your like the age of your soul or something and i'm like i'm 10 (laughs) How old can my soul really be? <laughs> That's so good. But, That's wild. You know, uh, like in regards to wingdings, I remember there was this chain email that was very controversial. And it's so controversial that it appears on the wingdings Wikipedia. Yes, oh. it does. If you like look at it. So um, basically, um, there was a chain email that was like, if you go onto Microsoft Word and you type in like the flight number for the 9-11 plane, what would come up was a plane and two buildings and then like 
a bomb and like the star of oh, david yeah. the star of david yeah. something like that I remember this yeah this controversy yes and it, so, i mean incredibly incredibly anti-semitic yeah. yes and i don't know if that was ever proven to be true it it wasn't. It's actually not true at all. Um, I remember being a kid and linking it up and it, it worked. But the reason why it worked was because they had the wrong flight number. Oh, so they may. Oh, they they purposefully put. Yeah. Them all wow. Feel, feels feels very prescient but for our modern day of dealing with conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah, so or they, you could just make them up make entirely. Because, I mean, cool. it's, it's harder to find the correct information. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, so it was like if Jeez. you if you typed in Q33NY, it would be a plane, two pieces. They're technically, the icon, I think, is a sheet of paper, but it, I guess to, it looked like two towers and then a skull and crossbones and the Star of David. So that was wrong because the flight numbers of the airplanes that hit the towers were AA11, UA-175, and, like, even the tail numbers didn't match up to this. So someone yeah. was just being rude. Yeah. Um, but I think that in response to that, Microsoft purposefully made it so if you, like, typed out certain that that sequence, it would now say, like, I heart NYC. That's it's, actually a different. That's different. Oh, interesting. So that was, that actually was real. Yeah. So what happened was in 1992, so uh, literally only days after the release of Windows 3.1, it was discovered that if you type in NYC, what would come up was a skull and crossbones, the Star of David, and the thumbs up, which mm. is uh, pretty bad. Mm. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's a rough one. I'm going to say no to that one. Yeah, that's especially because, you know, I mean, first of all, just like all around like gross, but it, people were really, really pissed off because New York has a really large Jewish community. Yeah. So yeah. they felt like it was kind of intentional. And so Microsoft was like, no, 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 not intentional. We just really messed up. But they rearranged the glyphs so that that wouldn't be a problem and oh, like you wild. said lena when you type in nyc then it's an eye a heart and the city skyline but oh huh. that's like a very I, I would say that's like an appropriate response yeah. to that kind of like that's like a very sweet way to change it She's yeah like, yeah yeah like i mean i feel like if they didn't respond that'd be pretty bad yeah but yeah um yeah they were saying that like the final arrangement of the glyphs was just completely random like they weren't assigning like we want this glyph to be a and this one to be so oh yeah that's why they were like yeah it wasn't on purpose yeah no so it, it, it's it's crazy though that only after a few days people figured it out um which I, is interesting. I wonder too if that is part of the reason, because I mean, this is this predates the Unicode system. This is yeah. this is back in the old ASCII uh, mm -hmm. and, and similar character set days, where you know you if you want to do something like Wingdings, everything has to be mapped to a letter. But mm -hmm. in the Unicode system, you know, there's the regular you know Roman alphabet that you know we use day to day. But then there's thousands and thousands of character spaces that aren't tied to any particular letter. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if some of that system is a response to to this, to this, like, you know, you could accidentally spell out this other message with, with this other thing that is totally coincidental if you're trying to just map, you know, this symbol onto a, another letter form that's in the ASCII alphabet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
That's so fast because I think that also kind of ties into like emojis. Emojis are part of the the Unicode system. Yeah. Um, so originally, Wingdings was not actually part of the Unicode system. Yeah. Which is pretty shocking to me because you would think that was. Yeah. But um, it wasn't until Unicode 7.0 that they approved Wingdings and Webdings. So they're all in there now. Yeah, they're That's all wild. in there. So I did a little research on emojis and it looks like in 1998 the emoji was born which is only a year younger than me oh my god oh. we could be friends well and it was <laughs> it was like a japanese like telecom system it right sure yeah so um shigetaka kurita created the first 180 emoji collection for a japanese mobile web platform and the concept basically spread from there so we all know about like emoticons, which were mm -hmm. the colon parentheses, parentheses thank make you. a smiley face. Yeah, exactly. I love those. But the graphic illustrations from that like first appeared on typewriters as far back as the 1800s. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> So wow. people were being like, telegram for you, hashtag smiley face. <laughs> oh, my God. That's um, wild. That's crazy. So it's not just a modern problem. This is something that we've been doing pretty much as long as electronic communication yeah. nature? So even to make emoji? I think wow. it is. So like wild. in a 1862 New York Times transcript of a Lincoln speech, it even contains the phrase, Applause and laughter with the smiley face emoticon. <laughs> so an Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Abraham, I have Abraham such, Lincoln approved of emoticon. I have such a hard time imagining the Times that is putting an so emoticon great. in yeah. any article now. It's kind of funny because, uh, Sean, like, Lena, I don't know if you remember when we were younger and we were texting and we all used emoticons, old people would be like... <laughs> Why are you doing what does this mean? What, yeah, the all these perpetual. And, now they, and yeah. now they all use emojis. Yeah, and I'm like, your great grandparents were using emoticons. So yeah. step yeah. off. Wow. Um catch up. But yeah, so like emojis, they uh, were created in nineteen ninety-eight, but they kind of just started like picking up popularity around the world in the 2010s mm. when they were added to a bunch of mobile operating systems so and now we got them on all the phones yeah. yeah like i don't know if anyone remembers but like it was an app for a while yes yeah yeah because i think apple only added support in like ios 5 it, yeah it was yeah it, it was took quite a bit. late um and now they can move they can move the terrifying zoom moving emojis. It's upsetting, but I also <laughs> yeah. kind of love it. Makes me uncomfortable. But yeah, so in, in actually in late 2014, they approved emoji to be part of the Unicode system and called it Unicode emoji. Well, you can you can submit emojis. Uh, oh, really? Yes, it is a process, but you can submit them to the consortium. And, you know, you kind of have to talk about how this is universal because it mm. is something that is going to be on every device on the planet at some point or another. But they will consider outside proposals and then you can have an emoji that you made as part of Unicode. It's it's a pretty wild thing huh. to think. Like That's cool. I want to make an emoji. It's this ever-growing symbol set. And in a way, we kind of have Wingdings to, to thank yeah, for. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Wingdings. Yeah, thank you, Wingdings. I, I think, you know what I think? Maybe my mind has been changed. I think I wow. feel 
I feel like I understand Wingdings a you little under, better from this. It has so much depth. It has so much depth. It does. It's like poetry, but I've... as a font. <laughs> <laughs> like those flowers, they're from Mr. Bigelow and Miss Holmes' garden. And then like this generation that we've been in for the past 30 years of like technology evolving so rapidly you can see all these historical movements within wingdings yeah. and webdings and now emojis so yeah it's it's really cool there's more to it than it just being attached to a letter it really is well i i'm so grateful that you happened to be walking by just as we were yeah, talking so, about wingdings today so just, just like on off the cuff oh my god yeah thank you leia course you know it just it just happened to overhear this conversation and i just had to clear the air on wingdings <laughs> <laughs> well thank you again and thanks to all of you listening if you'd like spread the word by visiting fontroversy.com that is controversy with an f wow wow we got the dot com dot com incredible you, you can find our instagram there with tons of pictures of the work we mentioned here our segment producer of this episode was leah thompson our researcher was me lena hall and our story editor was malaya masterson this show is designed by us the students of the portland state university graphic design program as part of Sean Schumacher's Design 399 Public Design Communication in spring of 2023. To learn more about all the stuff we have at PSUGD, check out our website, psu.gd, or at psugd on Instagram. That's controversy. I'm Lena Hall. I'm Sean Schumacher. And I'm Leah Thompson. Don't be a dingbat out there. <laughs> Ding it. <laughs> Amazing. I was working on that one for a second. Oh, it's tremendous. (laughs) It's tremendous.